Hey everyone, welcome to Cigars and Syndication. I'm Robbie. I'm here with uh, with Jay, uh, where we're passionate about cigars and and real estate. Uh, today we're we're smoking a Cavalier Limited Edition, a nice easy draw so far. Um, nice afternoon smoke, and I think we're gonna we're gonna talk about retail and you know what's going on for it in the commercial environment. Hey everyone, I'm Junaid Noor. Welcome to Cigars and Syndications. And you know, Robbie, you 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 mentioned this. Um, Cavalier Limited Edition, and this is a, you know, this is not a really well-known brand uh, of cigars, but it's actually, you know, pretty good smoke for uh, for the price point and uh, a good afternoon smoke. So this is a, a limited edition 2022. Very good smoke so far. Well, I think today, Jay, we're gonna we're gonna kick around retail and and what it did in 2023, and then maybe what it's looking like for 2024. Well, you know, back in during the COVID years, what was it, 2021, uh, retail took a beating, you know, people were not going out, uh, a lot of restaurants, a lot of uh, restaurants and stores had mandatory shutdowns, so it was just empty, uh, as a result, a lot of businesses closed up, uh, they couldn't sustain uh, staying open, and so uh, as businesses closed up, Retail centers start losing occupancy, and then they start losing out. Um, and so, you know, the 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 trend was pretty good before that, and then COVID just completely shot it out of the sky. Yeah, I think it's it in 2023. It was up around 95 percent occupancy. So it seems like it's probably uh, gotten over that hump. And you know, a lot of these uh, retails uh, they're having to to reinvent themselves and maybe create a new new customer experience. Yeah, so, you know, uh, one of the things that uh, COVID did was it kind of accelerated everything. So as Amazon was starting to pick up and, and you know, you had uh, other companies like DoorDash and Instacart uh, just starting to get off the ground, uh, and even though Amazon's been around for a long time, but, you know, people were not adopting it as quickly COVID kind of sped everything up, you know, and I was talking to a, a friend of mine who's a computer, you know, these are IT people, and they were just like, look, all COVID did was they, it sped everything forward 10 years. So now, you know, where it would have taken 10 years for people to start working from home or 10 years for people to just completely buy things on Amazon or have their groceries delivered during COVID, everything just started moving up really, really fast. Yeah, I mean, it really did speed up the process and 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 maybe caught some of the retail off guard. Uh, but I think a lot of them quickly changed their game and recognized that, you know, they had to enhance the personal experience. They had to, you know, they had to change and adapt to the environment. And uh, I think some of them did a pretty good job. Yeah. So um, they've, they've come up with this new terminology now called experiential retail. And basically experiential retail is uh, instead of retail centers focusing on uh, products, they're focusing on a customer experience. And a lot of the older retail centers have done a good job of adopting the experiential retail model. Yeah, they definitely had to, you know, there's there's just some parts of retail that will never go away. Uh, there's things that, you know, tires on your car, car, car repair, haircuts, things like that are just restaurants. They're all going to you know, they're going to be around. Amazon's not going to kick everybody off the planet. Um, they're trying. Um, <laughs> but um, I think that um, I think that 
enhancing people's experiences, making just a a more customer-friendly environment, um, maybe more boutique-type environments where they have specialized products that, that maybe you can't find on Amazon. And I think that's what's helped keep uh, retail afloat. And also, you know, um, you know, I am, I, I grew up price shopping. We always price shopped. And I look at Amazon, and actually the other day I was looking for a um, a pressure washer. I looked at Amazon, and I looked at Home Depot, and Home Depot was cheaper. And it was available. Amazon wouldn't get it to me until next week. Home Depot, I could just go and pick it up. So my point being, you're right, Amazon's not going to... Uh, completely destroy everybody, kick everybody off the planet. Um, and then, you know, things like experiences, right? So when you go to get your hair cut, and not as much for me, but I know for my wife, she likes to go and get her nails done. She could do them at home, but it's, you know, it's it's a different experience. And so one of the other things that, uh, one of the things that uh, some of the malls have adopted is this, is the simulated golf systems, so you can go into one of these malls and, you know, you can play golf. You can play 18 holes and you can play different courses. Uh, and that that kind of is one of those experiential retail um, items that can bring people into the mall. And then once they're there, they're going to spend some time there and they're going to walk around. You know, and and I do think that they've done a good job of adapting and and enhancing people's experiences, you know, but they're still faced with some of the challenges that all commercial real estate's faced with you know they still have increased construction costs they still have the higher interest rates you know a lot of these guys their notes are still coming due you know just like a sing, just like the the multifamily and and other parts of real estate the office buildings um what do you think some of the things they're doing differently that that might help help offset that so yeah you know um prices are going up everywhere uh and and, and we all know that uh, commercial notes are mainly five-year notes and they reset in five years. So there's going to be some notes that are going to be coming in for reset. But, you know, I think, um, uh, and property taxes too, property taxes are going up too. Insurance is going up. Uh, but one of the things that retail uh, uh, retail does is that, you know, obviously they're going to raise prices as well, but they're, they put on added services, right? Added products and well, not as much products, but added services, right? So, you know, simulated golf is not free. You can go in and, you know, there's, um, they'll have food there. Uh, they'll have a bar there. Uh, you know, so, in, and this is one of those things that you can't order on DoorDash, right? You have to go to the location and that drives customers. And so those kinds of things. And then the other thing is uh, celebrities, right? Uh, I was reading about this uh, in one of the uh, reports that celebrities are really getting involved in putting their name on retail um, establishments that brings that drives customers to to come over there and buy things. Yeah, I think that's that's a that's a key factor in it. And I think a lot of these uh, retail establishments they're using social media, celebrities, and those types of things to impact. And I think a lot of it is maybe they're taking advantage of the pent up demand. There was you know we were you know prohibited or, or didn't feel comfortable going out in public for a while during COVID, and then everything got better. And I think people are are all about the experience, just like taking a trip or a vacation. I think that uh, I think that that retail is getting that same impact from that pent up demand. Uh, another thing that um, that uh, retailers are or retail mall owners are trying to do is bring in top tier restaurants. You know, celebrity chefs. You know, and uh, I know 
what, what is that? Uh, one of the, the Hell's Kitchen guy, he comes in and he, he's got his own restaurants. Uh, does anybody know Hell's Kitchen? Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. You know, in my time, it was Wolfgang Puck, and I know he had a bunch of bunch of restaurants. At that time, he was a celebrity chef. Um, you know, being from Chicago, uh, Rick Bayless is another one who is very well-known to Chicago, and he opens up his restaurant. So uh, my point being that the retailers uh, are, are trying to attract the celebrity chefs in, and that drives a lot of traffic in for them as well. You know, and that I think that that's a good look back at 2023, but for 2024, I mean, are you just kind of seeing a continuation of 2023? You think it's going to be more of the same? You think maybe they have some more challenges? Well, with 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 95% occupancy rates and uh bring in these experiential retail um being able to raise rents, um retail is is a very very strong sector right now. Uh they've got good occupancy, they've got solid rent. Uh you know, they kind of I think that the shake out of uh, the retail stores that were not really staying in with customer demand has has kind of happened already. I know there's still a few stragglers. I know J.C. Penney's still straggling around. Uh, Sears is gone. Um, uh, and then the other other retail stores uh, like Target have have adopted to customer needs. And then of course you have the the uh, discount, super discount stores like Marshalls and Ross, those are never going away because you're not going to be able to get those deals on Amazon or anywhere else. You got to go to the store, right? So, um, you know, what I'm seeing is uh, strong occupancy, strong rents. Uh, there's a lot of people who want to still invest in retail. Uh, and there's not a lot of new construction in retail going on, uh, especially, I mean, nationwide, definitely. Not even in Houston, just because the 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 prices are too high. Construction costs are high. Interest rates are high, and people are still kind of like, mm, well, I don't know. You know, we nobody really knows which way retail is going to go, unless you can come up with a concept where, you know, you're going to have all these experiences in there. Yeah, no, I think you're a hundred percent right. I mean, and there's not a whole lot of new starts. Uh, so the 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 property and the retail space that's available is available and, and the price is going up because, uh, because of demand. And, and it's not really a good time to kick off new retail developments, uh, because of the interest rates and other challenges there. And, you know, the property values are, are remaining high. Uh, so it's really, um, I think, I think it's going to be a, a continuation in, the, uh, 2024 for 20, from 2023. I think it's going to be a, a pretty solid year for retail. And considering that uh, uh, retail investment in 2023 fell by 63%, uh, 65%, I'm, sure, I'm sorry, 65% in 2023, uh, just because people were scared, right? People didn't know how retailers were, were are going to adopt to the, the changes that are coming up, interest rates are going up, and, you know, every, everybody's just kind of holding back and trying to figure out what's going on. But it seems like retailers are doing a good job of, of turning their, their uh, services around and, and, and staying with the customer demand. Yeah. And I, I think labor is a big factor into uh, some overall cost for these retailers. I mean, everybody's minimum wage is, is rising incrementally and I think it's going to have an impact. And, you know, fortunately for them, they can, they can, you know, 
take it out on the consumer by raising prices. Yeah. Well, you know, and the other thing is that I forgot to mention, one of the other concepts that uh, retailers are uh, wanting to enhance is the open-air mall concept. Now, you know, in certain places, open-air malls are, are great, but, you know, Houston, it gets really hot. I know there's an open, there was an open-air air mall uh, by my house in Chicago, and in the winter, it was horrible. I mean, going from store to store, and, you know, you had to make sure you had your gloves on and your hat on to go to the next store. It's not not that fun. But, you know, they're bringing in entertainment. They're bringing in concerts. They're bringing in live music. Anything to bring the, the customers in. Yeah, no, I think it, uh, it goes, I mean, it's, uh, you know, you change or you die. And, and I think that that seems like they're doing a pretty good job of evolving into the current situation. So the only other thing that I can see where consumers uh, clamp down on their spending is uh, the credit card debt. And we've been following credit card debt. And since uh, stimulus money has been dwindling down, savings have been dwindling down, um, uh, people are still trying to live exactly the same way they were living when uh, they had some extra money in their accounts. Uh, But now to make up the gap, it's credit card debt. And credit card debt has been increasing. Uh, the danger of the credit card debt increasing in this environment is that your interest payments are much higher. So, you know, it'll take the people who are paying the, the minimum monthly payments much, much longer uh, since the Fed has increased interest rates and credit card interest rates are tied to that. Um, people are going to start realizing very quickly that uh, that the charges that they're making are accumulating interest very rapidly and they may start slowing down and, and buying less. And that's, that's a great point. Cause I mean, you know, all through 2023 consumer confidence seemed to continue to grow and, you know, this credit card debt is real and it's, and it's definitely going to, uh, it's going to catch up to us at some point, you know, whether it's 2024 or not, um, hopefully, uh, hopefully it doesn't have a big impact on us, but it, it definitely, it definitely will have some weight in, you know, how 2024 turns out. I mean, the good thing is that as of the last survey, um, earnings were up four and a half percent, uh, versus a year ago and, uh, unemployment is down to 3.7% right now. So, you know, as long as inflation stays when and inflation is right now, you know, right around 3%, um, maybe a little bit less, depending on the month. Um, you know, if people are, are are getting two percentage points higher than, or earning two percentage points higher than uh, the inflationary amount, then they may still wind up with, with uh, a, a net benefit. But again, you know, people have to be smart about it, right? You can't, you know, they're not going to be able to, to get out of debt by spending more. Right, you have to spend a lot less, and you have to really, really go into a lot of austerity measures. Right, really cut back on spending in order to to be able to get out of credit card debt, um, and then just be able to pay that down so that you can actually have uh, disposable income to spend. You know, I think overall, I think uh, I'm feeling pretty good about the retail sector for for 2024. I mean, it's going to have some challenges, but I feel pretty good about it. I think. Uh, I think that the the retail experience and the the uh, what did you call it the uh, 
experiential retail. The experiential retail is there, and and I think there's a lot of people that want experiences over just pushing a button. Yeah, and you know, just to touch on the Fed just a little bit uh, before we end our our podcast is that you know the Fed is really trying to engineer a soft landing. You know, they like the fact that the economy is doing well, uh, GDP is growing. Um, and if if they can do it right, we can have low unemployment and a growth in the economy like we did in the '90s. And I think that's what they're trying to do. Uh, and let's let's hope they can they can make it go because we had a really big boom in the economy back in the '90s. Yeah, no, I think there's some uh, pent up demand on the investor side. I think the developers. You know, they're ready to put deals together. And I think, uh, you know, I think a couple of drops uh, from the feds will help get that thing kicked off. Yep. Well, I think that's pretty much all for our podcast. We hope you enjoyed uh, our thoughts on what's going to happen with retail in 2024. Uh, you know, check us out on albityparkcapital.com. Uh, check us out on YouTube and all of our social media. Yep. And if you get a chance, pick up a Cavalier Limited Edition 2022 Really good, smooth smoke, uh, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Have a good day.